ערב שבת שלום, פרשת תצווה, אדר א', פורים קטן, already was, or is, depending where you are, um, still in the midst of war, and I'm still dedicating, of course, our Torah learning uh, to the safety of our soldiers and the return of our captives. And the refuah to the wounded. And strength and courage to the families. And ha'alat neshama to the souls and for the souls of the fallen. Yehi zecham baruch. May their memory be <coughs> for a blessing. V'atah tetzaveh et b'nei Yisrael. And you shall instruct the children of Israel. This is our parasha. And then the Torah continues saying that they should take Shemen Zayit Zach, Lama'or, to uh, pure olive oil for the lighting, for the perpetual light. The Torah continues, and the theme of the parasha is the Big Day Kehuna, the garments of the Kohanim, whether they are the Kohanim or the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, or Kohane Hediot. Or the regular priests, Mishartim Bakodesh, who serve in the Mishkan or later in the Bet Hamikdash, and then the Torah in chapter twenty-eight, which is only a few psukim later, tells us who the Kohanim are. And after the Torah says, "Aharon, your brother, and his sons with him." from within the children of Israel, will serve as Kohanim for me. Aharon, Nadav, Avihu. Here's the list. Elazar, Itamar, the sons of Aharon. Va'asita, big day Kodesh, and you shall make for these Kohanim holy garments. La'aron, Achicha, for Aharon, your brother. Lechavod u'letif'aret. You should make them for my honor, and glory. So it seems, according to the straightforward understanding of the Psukim in the Torah, that the function of the Big Day Kehuna, the garments of the Kohanim, is for honor and glory. The Pashtus, in straightforward understanding, I would understand it as simply beautifying the Avodah, the service of God. They're wearing special garments, they're wearing unique garments, beautiful garments, pure garments, with the intention that when you serve before Melech Malchei Amlochim, the king of all kings, then you do so with majestic garments. Otherwise, uh, how would they serve? What would they wear? The garments play an important role in the serving of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so it is that the Safono says, Lechavod, Lechavod HaKelid Barach, for the honor of the Holy One, blessed be He, because Bihiyotam Bigdei Kodesh Laavodato, because they are holy garments for His service. Or Letiferet, Letiferet says the Safono, Sheyeh Kohen More, Nora Al Kol Svivav. Tiferet, he says, the Kohen needs to hold a certain amount of dignity, a certain amount of 
behold, this is a priest of God, since that's the case, he needs to wear these special garments. Shehem these are the garments that are enshrined on his heart and he wears on his shoulders, says the Sephono. That's the function. So according to the Sephono, there are two functions. There is the function of uh, honor and there is the function of morah, of, of, of fear or appreciation, of understanding, of standing back and understanding that these Kohanim serve God. Just like you respect and honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a certain amount of that respect and honor that needs to go to his servants, the Kohanim. <clears throat> I brought the Sephono as an example. The Ramban also seems to indicate that way. So in other words, we understand that the garments are specifically garments with the intention of making the wearers of those garments being representatives of God commanding a certain amount of respect, dignity, and honor for themselves and for others. The Gemara in Zvachim, therefore, which comments on these garments, it's a Gemara in Zvachim, Peichet Amud Bet, brings a Memra, Amar Rabbi Anani Bar Sasson, Rabbi Anani Bar Sasson says, Lama nismecha parshat korbanot parshat bigdei kuhuna? Why is it that the garments of the Kohanim are written adjacent and juxtaposed to the korbanot, to the verses of the sacrifices? To teach us that there is an amount, there is an aspect of atonement. Kapara. Lomar lecha ma korbanot mechaprin to teach you that just like korbanot sacrifices atone for sins. So too, big day kahuna, the garments of the priests atone. And then the Gemara continues, interestingly, and the Gemara there continues and he says, what do they atone for? What is the atonement? Because in the Torah, the next psukim speak about what the garments are. Because in Pasuk Dalet, the Torah says, abgadim asher yaasu." These are the garments that they shall make. The Choshen, the Ephod, the Me'il, the Ketonet, the Tashpetz, the Mitznefet, and the Avnet. V'asu bigde Kodesh. And these are the holy garments that they shall make for Aharon. And again, Achicha, your brother, Ulevanav, and his descendants, lechahanoli, when they serve as my kohanim. So that's the list of garments. The Gemara then takes this memoir of Rabbi Anani and extends it and says these are the aspects of kapora, of atonement, that these gadim, these garments perform. What is it? He says the ktonet mechaperet al shvichud domim. The ktonet, the ktonet performed kapora for bloodshed. The vest, michnasaim the trousers mechaprim angilui arayot. There was an atonement 
for sins of sexual in not in sexual misconduct, etc. The mitznefes atoned for gaseruach. Gaseruach are people who behave in a cut, rude, disgusting manner. The avnet atones for thoughts in the heart. The choshen atones for certain laws, for being too stringent on people. The ephod atones for idolatry and foreign worship. The me'il, the, the, the coat, the outer part, atones for lashonara. And the tzitz atones for azut panim. Azut panim is brazenness. We're not going to go into what each one of those sins are, but the Maral certainly does understand it that way, and the Maral needs to understand what this is. Why is it that the Torah says that the function, like Sforna learns, the function is for honor and glory and morale and respect and kavod towards the, the servants of God, the, those who perform the avoid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and in that way also extend that respect and glorification towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And on the other hand, this difficult Mamra and the Gemara that seems to say that there's another complete different function to these Bugadim. The function of these Bugadim was really atonement. So on the left-hand side of the first source that I sent, the lower side, he quotes the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Bar Sasson, Lama Nismecha? Lama Nismecha? Etc. Perush Bigdei Kuna Shehem Kdoshim. He says what they mean and what they're referring to, says the Mara, they're referring to the Bigdei Kuna that are Hegdesh, they are dedicated for the Kohanim. The garments of the Kohanim are dedicated to the Kohanim. The Hem and their function is. Their function is for honor and glory. As it says in the Torah, the Asita, and now I'm starting on the longer source, Big Day Kodesh on the right hand side. Lechavod, for honor and glory. But they also atone for the sins, Shem Shikutz Vtiuv, that are contaminating and disgusting, Asher Adam Midgael Bahem, that we are covered. And, and, and saturated in a, in a, in a, in a horrendous way. And when the Kohen puts on these garments, and in doing so, he removes from the Jewish people that depth of impurity and, dis- and spiritual disgustingness and filth. Now, by the way, the previous comment in the Maral on this Gemara also is the following question. If Gadim, if garments atone for these sins, why does the regular Jew just not wear these garments when he sins? And if we wear these garments, we can atone for the sins of, for example, sexual misconduct, just wear Michnasayim and walk around with the Michnasayim. He says you can't do that. Only Kohanim can achieve that, because the Kohen represents all of Am Yisrael, and it's only Am Yisrael that can achieve that atonement as one. That's why you need to bring Korbanot by a Kohen in the Beit HaMikdash, because only when Am Yisrael as one ask for the atonement, does the atonement take place. Kaparo can take place. Forgiveness can take place. 
As an individual, you can't just wear the garments. The garments need to be a function of Klal Yisrael. And he continues here in our, in our, in our verse, in our uh, source, and he says the following. Va'amar, and he says, Ki ktonet mechaper al shfichut dam. The ktonet atones for bloodshed. Ki ktonet wal gufo shel adam, because the ktonet is on the body of a person, that's the, the vest, and when they perform the shechita and they do the hazar, that's where the blood spritzes onto. And he, that's the part of the garment that becomes most dirty. If you think about it, your vest is the part of your of the garments that you wear that becomes most most saturated in 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 body fluids, in sweat, in in whatever it is. Because it's on your body. And when you put on your body a holy garment, this one, it purifies and sanctifies from this sin. And let us see. Because these sins, these sins can be split into three components. Ki ha'adam, because man also has three components. Yesh bo we also have three components. Ha'sechil, the intellect. Ha'nefesh, the soul. Ha'guf, and the body. U'b'chol eilu shlosha chalakim, ha'adam choteh. And in all these three components, man sins. In b'sichlo, if we sin through our intellect, hiru, in Benafshor, if we sin spiritually, I don't know, Avodazora, Vim Begufo, or sexual misconduct. Vahadam, and the man, the man that has these three components, and all these three components, they are included in man. Vahachet, and I'm skipping those brackets because they are round brackets. And the sin that is in the mind is Avodah Zorah. Because in all other sins, there's no requirement for thought. It includes deed, outside of Avodah Zorah. As it says, So that they should catch the Jewish people in their heart. This refers to the thoughts, Avodah Zorah, of Avodah Zorah, of idol worship. And therefore Avodah Zorah, is in the thought of our intellect, which is not so with other sins. And bloodshed is for the soul. Because the blood is the soul. Because his soul is in the blood. And when a person, God forbid, spills blood, the soul is in the blood. He sins against the soul. His soul. You can't spill blood without contaminating your own soul. Even if. You have to. Even if you don't have a choice. Even if it's self-defense. You're still damaging your soul. Indeed. And how much more so, by the way, if a person does so intentionally. Or even unintentionally but spills blood. And therefore, intentionally, how much is that worse? 
אמנם אינדיד עריות וזנות? The sin of sexual misconduct. חטא הזה הוא בגופו, this sin is in the body. כאשר אדם עושה מעשה זנות, and when a person performs an act of sexual misconduct, impropriety, מעשה הזה מעשה בהמהו. It's an act of an animalistic behavior. הוא לקח קורבנות של סוטה, שזנתה, שעשתה מעשה בהמה, therefore the קורבנות, the sacrifices that the סוטה brings, who, uh, who had relations that were improper, outside of her marriage, she did a מעשה בהמה. She did an animalistic action. And therefore the קורבן that she brings is סוהרים. Is the food, סוהרים is like, is, is barley. It's the food of animals. ולקח אלו שלושה חטאים, and therefore these three sins, בכל מקום הם נמנים יחד. These three sins are always brought together. עבודה זורה, נכון? גילוי עריות, עבודה זורה, foreign worship, idolatry. גילוי עריות, sexual misconduct, שפיכוס דומים and bloodshed. ובאלו שלושה חטאים, and all these three sins, the Gemarion Sanhedrin teaches, a person should rather kill himself or die than to transgress. And the reason for this, the reason that there is the issue of that a person should rather let himself die than transgress these mitzvahs is because by doing so, you lose. It doesn't say you damage. You lose. You lose one of those components. The sechel, the intellect. The nefesh, the neshama, the, the, the spiritual component, or the goof, the body. אחד משלושה חלקים אשר חלקי הנפש, ונחשב האדם כאשר חוטא באלו שלושה חטאים שהם חלקי הנפש, and when a person sins in one of these ways, which are the components of the, of the person, of the soul, כאילו בטל ונאבד, as if you are nullified and lost. ואם כן, אני אפסול, אם רוצה לעבור כדי לקיים עצמו. If you want to, even if you're going to transgress one of these sins in order to sustain yourself, in order to live, to make sure that to preserve your life. When you sin in one of these three, it's as if you're dead already. And you're lost from the world. You'll gain nothing. Rather die than transgress these. That's a big statement for the Maharal. So the Maral is teaching that the, 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 the Gimel Arayot, the Gimel Averot, the three Averas of, that are Yarek Val Yavor, according to the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Ayin Dalet Amud Alef there, that we say this mantra again and again. Gilu Arayot, Shvichus Domim, Vodazara, those three terrible sins. A person needs to die. He says, why? Because when you sin one of them, it's as if you're a dead man walking. It's so contaminating, it's so destructive to you as a, to your being that one of those components completely batel, nullifies it, and therefore you can't exist, you're not really enduring, you're just walking around. Continues the Maharal. And the Maharal says something pretty astonishing. He says, you have to understand that each one of the B'gadim, each one of these garments that the Kohen wore, atoned for different sins. But you need to understand 
says the Maharal, that all of these sins, all of these sins, that the Kohen War, all come from these original three sins. Every other sin is a tolada. It comes out of the original three sins. And those three sins are parallel to the three components of man. The sechel, the nefesh, and the guf. And the atonement for those sins, therefore, needs to go back to the nefesh, the sechel, and the guf. And you cannot atone without them. And therefore the Maharal continues and says, V'haravi, and the fourth. The, the institution of man, the way that we are constructed is out of these three components. This is the three Ikar components that make up man. But we also have an intellect, we have a soul, but the soul speaks. This is what is unique about man. We can speak, we can converse. Ruach memalmela translates unculus as a speaking man. But you have to understand that we work through these three and the dibu can't function without the sechel, without the intellect. Because a behemoth, a domesticated animal, a cow, a, a, a sheep, enmadat, doesn't have presence and knowledge and can't speak. And therefore the dibu also needs to be atoned for. That's the sin of Lashon Ara. And that's why the big day kahuna atones for only those three. Why? Because Lashon Hara is an extraction, is a toladav, shvichus domim, of bloodshed. Lashon Hara, says the Maharal, it's a sin of all three components. Because man himself is a chai, medaber, because we speak, and we include all these three components. And that's why Unculus translates that man, when the Torah says that man made Hashem made man into a living being, that refers to all of man. And this makes us into the soul of a man, into a speaking spirit. And that's where the big day kuhuna. The ktonet is atones for blood shed. The trousers erva for sexual misconduct. And the ephod avodazora. And the me'il, the outer garment for Lashonara, because it made a sound. So all these sins are atoned for in that way. 
עד כאן חבר'ה, זה שבת. בעזרת השם, may we find atonement, כפורה, and forgiveness, ומהקדוש ברוך הוא for all our sins. And may הקדוש ברוך הוא bestow upon us, קדושה, sanctity, peace and serenity, for all of our Israel, and for the whole world and all of mankind. שבת שלום.